Hello, you guys. What's up? This is your girl, Christlet Diva, and yes, I am on a new platform. I told y'all I was coming. I was coming with it, and now I am here on the podcast, uh, our Making It Last Forever uh, Christian Marriage and Relationship podcast that we are launching today, Wednesday, August 10th, 2022. Mark it on your calendars because this is an epic day. This is a day that uh, me and Yvonne for sure are going to remember for the rest of our lives. Yes. Oh, my goodness. You guys, we've been waiting. Yes, we definitely have been waiting, and we are excited to bring you guys the heat. Um, Yvonne, I'm just – it's here. The day is here. What are your thoughts? What are your initial thoughts? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. My initial thoughts are (sighs) – I'm screaming it inside, you guys. There's like literally no words. I'm screaming it inside. But I am excited. Um, It's a new venture. um, And, you know, God is just doing amazing things when he put me and Christlet Diva together um, for us to embark on this um, podcast journey. I hope you guys stick with us um, as we continue uh, on praise the Lord, and that, you know, we give you um, some some wisdom, you know, from yes. our, our backgrounds and what we've been through and, um, and the success of our marriages. Not to say our marriages have been perfect, um, but uh, it's ebbs and flows. And yes. for us to be able to you know, go through the hard times and the rough patches and the rough seas um, and make it to the other side. Now, I'm not saying, you know, things won't happen in the future, but I think that um, with anything, you know, good, um, sometimes hard things comes along also. Um, very true. Yeah, hard things come along also. And that as, you know, you have faithful partners, um, that you can stand on this journey with and fight the good fight. I think it, it, it's a wonderful thing. Um, so I give all glory to God for that so, on so many levels. Um, Amen. I like how so, you yeah. said that, you know, it's, it's not always good. You know, it's not always easy, but you know, it's, it's, it's worth it essentially is what you were saying. And mm-hmm. I, I can attest to that. I was just uh, speaking Uh, with a young lady uh, earlier today and she had reached out to one of the the many groups that I'm a part of and she said you know I need um, marital advice from um, someone that's older than me someone that's been married longer than me Um, I just need to hear you know some advice because I feel like giving up on my marriage and of course I invited her to our podcast amen so she can come and get some But I also told her, I was honest with her, Yvonne, I said, you know, I told her how long I've been married, you know, I've been married for 10 years. And I said, now, while the journey hasn't been peaches and cream, I am a happily married woman. And I don't say that, you know, um, you know, very, uh, you know, uh, boastfully or or even um, I don't say it uh, fraudulently, fraudulently, is that a word? Yeah, it is today. <laughs> yes, I don't say it. I don't say it that way either. I, I say it honestly. Um, I do. I am a happily married woman, and I do have a happy marriage. I have joy in my marriage. I have peace in my marriage, um, and so I feel like you know, for you know, someone that 
is looking for advice, I would be a good resource to tap into. Um, you know, I'm not speaking ill will against anyone's marriage, but I don't know about you, Yvonne, but I definitely wouldn't really want to take advice from somebody that wasn't happy in their marriage. And I'm trying to be happy in happy, their marriage. Yeah, happy in their marriage and also have side pieces and quarter dimes and all kinds oh, wow. of stuff. On, yeah. She said quarter dimes. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely. I I want someone from good ground to pour into me. Um, so therefore, I can pour good ground into someone else. Absolutely. Um, because if I'm honest, and I can say, um, for me anyway, when I got married, I didn't have examples of married people around me. Um, and tell you know our parents weren't married um you know so I kind of maneuvered this thing in the beginning you know um by flesh Mm -hmm. like just trying to figure it out in my own way um before I actually started tapping into what a marriage should look like but in, in Christ's eyes in the Lord's eyes but that considered me doing work on myself to get rid of the baggage that I was carrying into my own marriage um, to be able to have a successful marriage. Interesting. Um, so you just said something, Yvonne. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot like you put me on the spot during our pop-up. You just said something that is going to segue into our topic today. So before we jump into our topic, because we're not going to hold you guys long on this podcast, um, let me remind you guys that this a new podcast is going to drop every Wednesday starting today August 10th so every week be looking for a new link to drop on the Christ Life Diva Facebook page Christ Life Diva Twitter uh Yvonne will be dropping it on her page and she's got some other ministry things coming down the pipe that we won't talk about now when she's ready we'll we'll introduce it yes. but she's got some great ministry things coming down the pipe but you're, you'll be able to find the link to the new podcast on, for sure, Christ Led Diva's uh, Facebook page and Twitter page. So if you're not following Christ Led Diva on Facebook and on Twitter, please do that. Um, but yeah, and she's on IG, you guys. She's on IG as well. And I'm on IG. I'm on Instagram. Yes, yes absolutely. Thank you for shouting that out. So yes, that's on- where you can find the links every Wednesday. Uh, making it last forever. Christian marriage and relationship podcast. So. Jumping into today's topic, Yvonne, do you want to go ahead, since you just segued into it anyway, when you talked about the things that you had to learn about yourself as an individual to make yourself work, make your, I'm sorry, make your marriage work, what is today's topic? What are we going to be discussing today on our very first podcast? Today's topic, you guys, is yes, we are one, but we are not the same. And I think it's very important that you guys get this. The topic is, yes, we are one, but we are not the same. Um, and with anything, we're always going to back it up with scripture. And I'm just going to reference Genesis 2, um, 23 to 24. And it says, at last, the man exclaimed, this one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. And she will be called woman because she was taken from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one. 
And I say this because when you have um, a marriage uh, that you want to be successful, you need to learn how to move as one. Um, There should be a united front, a partnership. You are on the same team. Um, Wherever you are, outside, uh, hanging with friends, um, you know, making any business move, contract moves, anything like that, um, you move as one. It's very important that we move as one and that our love is shared. Um, and know that you're not battling each other um, is very hard sometimes in this society when you have an example of what some marriage, not, uh, how can I say this? When society shows you what a marriage looks like and you see that they're married, but there's no unity there. Um, and you're wondering, well, why did they even get married in the first place? If you're going to continue to act like you're single over here, you're going to be single over here. That is not what God wanted marriage to look like. And that's um, what we see too. Yeah. Um, and in Ephesians 5, 21, 3, he says, Hold on, you guys. I had it bookmarked, you guys. It is a process today. Um, Oh, they're going to show us grace today, girl, because we (laughs) on this podcast and we launching this podcast for them and we getting it together for them. So they're going to show us some grace. No, I'm just kidding. Amen to that. Amen to that. Yes. Amen to that. Um, because it's very important that what we say, we back up with scripture, especially very when it important. comes to marriage. And in this Ephesians 5, 21, 23, um, he says it. And this is what he basically shows how it's how the marriage is won in your team and how you work together. Um, he says, for wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church. Now, women, trust. You have to have a Christ, a Christ. Just because he, now, we, this might be a different subject, but because he's a Christian, that doesn't mean he is a Christ-driven, living the word of God man. Make sure you have someone that's going to lead you in the spirit. Make sure you're not going to get someone that's going to lead you over the cliff cliff, and you're wondering what happened to my life. Have the spirit of the sermon when you are picking your spouse. Please, mm, ladies. That's good. Um, because the, 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 the word says there will be wolves in sheep's clothing. So we have to be sure that we have the, the spirit of the sermon and make sure the Holy, the Holy Spirit is working on our behalf when we pick our spouse. Um, because the, the word says he is supposed to lead us. Um, and he says he is the savior of his body, the church, as a church submits to Christ. So you wives should submit to your husbands and everything. But then he also flips the page and he said for husbands, this means loves your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her. He calls the church her. He gave up his life. If that doesn't bring and start stirring some things into you that said he gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean and washed by the cleansing of God's word. He says he did this to present her to himself, 
as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. Now, we all know how some of you men, I don't know if we have any male listeners. I hope we do. Probably. But we know. (laughs) You know how some of you You won't be bashing us. (laughs) We're not here to bash you men. We don't do that. You'll be in the gym seven days a week, boy, probably three to four hours out of the day, making sure you're looking just so fly. You got your new kicks on, your new flesh outfit on. I mean, it's just bananas. But he says, you know, love your wives like you love your body. For a man who loves his wife actually show love for himself. So when y'all driving around in nice, fresh cars and y'all waxing her down, getting her new rims and stuff, if your wife doesn't reflect that she is truly loved and your car looks a whole lot better than your wife is out here, who are you presenting? Who are you presenting? You said a word right there, Yvonne, because I was just <laughs> thinking that when you were saying that. I was just thinking, like, I wonder how many wives, women are out here looking busted and disgusted, and it's because their husbands are not loving them properly. Ooh, yeah. You know, again, we're yeah. not here to bash no man, but if there is a man on here listening, if there's something you see in your wife that you don't like, maybe she didn't let herself go, maybe she's not doing the things she used to do in the bedroom, maybe she's not, you know what I'm saying, cooking the way she used to cook, Yeah. maybe you need to just look at yourself for a little bit. Just, just check mm-hmm. yourself to see if maybe something with you within you has changed amen caused her to kind of fall off but i'm gonna get amen amen because what is it saying uh the what the grass was green on the other side maybe because they're watering it manuring mm-hmm. it mowing it and yours is over here you looking at them but you ain't worried about this over here yeah you need to check yourself sometimes my brothers um sorry you guys i, I just had to break that down right there because when a woman truly loves her husband and she's given all that she has, you know, a woman just wants to be loved and respected and cared for the same way. Um, you see so many wives get so caught up in loving their husbands and taking care of their husbands, and the husbands are so used to that that they forget, like, the the, the why. You know, the why you even chose her. She's still loving you, but you're turning your back on her. Um, why? You know, and that's an eternal thing um, that, you know, you have to look within yourself also for. Um, I'll say, so we'll, we'll go back to the scripture. And then it, so it says, no one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it, just as Christ cares for the church. And we are members of his body. And it says, as the scripture says, a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. There goes that one again. We saw it in Genesis 2, 23 to 24, and now we're finding it in Ephesians um, 5, 31. It's very important that we understand that he designed marriage um, as, a, as a united front, as a one. Um and this is, this is the great mystery, but it is an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. So again, I say each man must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. And I'm glad he broke it down that way in the book of Ephesians because we get there's a lot of women that hear when a man is supposed to leave the home, they don't get the other part of the scripture to where it is it works hand in hand. You know, 
if you respect your husband, you have no problem trusting that he's going to lead you in the right direction. Now, does that mean he makes all the decisions in a relationship? Absolutely not. You come to the table and you discuss it, but also know that whatever, if it, whatever direction he chooses to choose and you're trusting him with that decision that he's making, respect that you understand what he's talking about. Um, Chrysler Diva, did you want to jump in on any of that? Well, that was all good. And what it, what that makes me think about how you're breaking down that scripture is, you know, moving in unison, right? Yes. So yeah. think about uh, those those two-person bicycles. That's what um, I was envisioning, um, Yvonne, as you were talking. Those two-person bicycles where uh, both parties have to paddle. Um, mm-hmm. And if one party doesn't paddle, the other party is doing all the work to stay balanced. And so that, you know, what uh, Yvonne just described is um, re- she really described the importance of moving in unison. You know what I mean? Um, moving uh, on one accord, uh, understanding when your husband is weak, that's where you should be strong and vice yep. versa. Um, you know, that, that I think that's the part, Yvonne, that a lot of um, a young, especially people that are young, in their marriage, mm. don't don't grasp that at all times you and your husband must move in unison. Like mm. um, Yvonne, you and I were talking, and I said I had to learn to read my husband's nonverbal cues. Yes, in situations where you know we would be, you know, whether we were doing business or we were out socially, and you know, I'm just the social butterfly. <laughs> I'm the social Me butterfly. Too. I'm, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I had to learn how to read his ver- nonverbal cues when, you know, truthfully. He says, it's time to go. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, seriously, truthfully, when he was ready to go or truthfully, when he needed me to pause. And I know you're going to, we're going to talk about that. There's power in the pause. I know that's going to be a Power a in the pause, co- yeah, y'all. Podcast coming There's soon. so much power in the pause. Yeah, where he needed me to pause or not make irrational decisions or, you know, just take a step back. You know, he wouldn't always outright come out and say that. But I, knowing how to move in unison with my husband, I had to identify what wasn't being said. And it is not to say, ladies, that you have to be a mind reader. That is not mm-hmm. who we are. Because uh, sometimes when we're mind readers, we misinterpret things, too. Hello. Yeah, we hello. Things. So we're not to be mind readers, but we Communication should... is key, for sure. Exactly. I was just going to say that, Yvonne. We should be in such um, frequent communication with our husband that we're on the same frequency at all times. So Ooh. think of a radio wave. We can't see radio waves. Uh, this the, this Bluetooth mic that I'm using right now, I can't see the waves that are making it connect to my cell phone, but the two are connected. The, the, the Bluetooth and my phone, they're connected. That's how you guys can hear me, right? <laughs> so um, just being able to recognize those radio waves is so, so important in a marriage. And that is how you, uh, to your point, Yvonne, you move as one um, one flesh. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, now, does that mean that you're the same? Absolutely not. We're going to break that thing down right now. Just because you are one, that does not mean you are the same. You don't have to like the things your husband likes. You don't have to do the things your husband says you have to do. Or husbands, you don't have to believe me. I have a strong-willed husband. And that doesn't mean he doesn't do some of the things I like. 
but that's the leave we I know we are not the same. <laughs> so we have to understand, even though we're married and we're moving as one, we are not the same. And that comes from, you know, two different backgrounds, um, the way we were brought up, you know, uh, in one household, I know for my family, you know, we, it, it, six of us with my mom and we were always holidays and things like that. And with my husband, you know, it was just him, his mom and his brother. So it was kind of quiet. So, you know, when he's used to all of us together, it is a show, honey, let me tell you. Um, but that's something he had to get eased into because we're alive. <laughs> oh my. my family is alive. Uh, yes, so we are. have fun and it's love. And um, I don't know if we said it in the beginning, Tay, but um, I've been with my husband since I was 16 years old. I've been dating him since I was 16 and he was 19. Don't judge us. Um, <laughs> he was 19. Um and we were together 10 years. No judgment got, on this podcast, okay, ladies? No judgment. And um, we were together for 10 years before we got married. Um, and we are celebrating 15 years this year in December. Um, so he's been around my family the majority of my life, of my time. Um, and he was, him and, him and my brother are best friends. You know, that's how we met. And... We're so different, you know, and as, as we progress in our marriage, we still are different. Um, I'm not the same person that I was 10 years ago as I'm walking with Christ. You know, my, my, my faith is a hundred percent of what I lean on. And my husband and I, we got baptized together, um, back home in Minneapolis. We're in Texas now. But oh, that's all I forgot about that. You guys did yeah. it. that's right. Yep. Do Same that. day. Yep. Yeah, we got baptized together. And okay. so um you, we're changing in our marriage. We're still one, but I'm me with my goals and my aspirations, and he's the same thing with his own goals as an individual person. So ladies, we can't change our husband into us we chose them for a reason we've seen something in them that we love we don't want to kill that because we don't turn into i'm not gonna say all of us but somehow down the line we become these nagging wives and i'm sorry ladies i don't want to put us out there but we have to remember why we chose them you know sometimes we fell in love with the nuances and then also the nuances get us on our nerves <laughs> We want to change that. Um, but it comes with grace. You know, we all need grace in our marriages and our relationships. And as we change and evolve, we can't expect for our husbands or our wives to, to change, to be on the same wavelength as us as individuals. As a partnership, when it comes to the marriage business and stuff in life, yes. But individual goals, you know, I, I can't, I, I can't carry his goals into my world because that's not me. I might not believe in the same. Um, of course, our faith is the same. Let's be clear. But our goals and our aspirations of what we want to do individually, he loves to tinker in cars and things like that. He loves car shows. And every now and then I go into his world just to show support and love for my husband. 
but that's truly not my thing. I do that to support him, but then I have my own things that I want to do on the other side. Um, so ladies, please don't lose your individuality when you become married and when you're in a long-term marriage, because if I'm honest, it happened to me after our firstborn, um, when my son was born. Um, I had it in my head, uh, cause I, I stayed at home for a whole year after Xavier was born. I didn't work. I, I stayed at home and I felt like I lost myself. Now I know a lot of mothers would say, this is the time to enjoy the time you one-on-one with your kid. I absolutely love that. But within that year, I, I totally changed. Um, and I lost myself and I had to find her. And the thing what happened is I know for me anyway, there's a, and hey, you can talk about that rebellion spirit a little bit. There was a rebellion that happened um, because I felt like he let me lose me. So therefore, he didn't see it. He didn't catch it. So therefore, it was his fault. And so I had a, a, a rebellious spirit. Now, let's be clear. I didn't step out on my marriage or anything, but I became angry. Um, and as I look at it now, I can see like a, some depression maybe had kicked into that because it was hard trying to find her again. But trust when I did, <laughs> you know, I had to change her into something different because now she is a mother, you know. Um, so that that's it, it's very important um, that we keep our individuality as we are in our marriages. Um, yeah. yeah. Y- Yvonne, that, wow. And you, you said a mouthful right there. You, were, you talked about, you know, how, you know, within with time, you know, mm-hmm. people change, you know, can mm-hmm. change and grow in different ways and things of that nature. And then you also talked about how, you know, becoming a mother mm-hmm. um, changed you. Um, and it's important to note that even though she loved her child, she loves her child. She loves. Oh, her, yeah. Um, she still felt like she had lost a part of herself. And I, I believe that a lot of women can relate to that right there. Um, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or not, you know what I mean? Having a child, you know, and bringing a child into a relationship, that totally changes things in that relationship. Absolutely. In relationship, I should say. So I, I like that you brought that up. And in knowing that, you know, these things, these these factors can change, you know, a relationship, how do you how do you maintain that individuality? And I actually want to um, point to a scripture in Psalms chapter 139, verse 13. Um, and I'm going to read down to uh, verse 16. Um, it says, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in that secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. I, uh, excuse me, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained me, uh, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. What does that say? That is so, so powerful, powerful, Yvonne. What does that say, ladies? That is David saying to God that before I was even formed in my mother's womb, you took uh, specific fabric cloth 
material, what have you, to mend me together, to make me this uh, most innermost being that you created me in the secret place. That means that God uh, took time to create each and every one of us as individuals. Yeah. Right. And then in verse number 16, it says, your eyes saw my unformed body. So we think about, you know, a baby and, you know, at what stage, you know, a baby is considered a baby. We're not going to go into all that abortion stuff. We're not talking about that right now. We're talking about the fact that this scripture says before I was even formed as my as a body when I was just a little bitty seed. Um, all the days ordained for me were written in your book. Basically, what that means, lady, is our life was already written out mm-hmm. before we even had fingers, toes, head, you know, whatever. Our story of our life was already written out by God. And so, yes, part of our story for some of us, you know, is marriage. Um, some of us, you know, God probably still has that in our story, but we haven't reached that chapter yet. I'll put it that way. Yeah. We haven't reached that chapter yet. Um, but nevertheless, the story started before we were married. And so if the story started before we were married, it does not stop. Our story as an individual does not stop, uh, yes. per se, once we become married. It yeah. just evolves. The story evolves. Yes. And that's what I shared with Yvonne. I had to learn going into marriage because I said this on our trailer that I dropped, that we dropped. I, that, that's what I was afraid of. You know, yes, I'm that strong, independent woman. You know what I mean? I, I was one where I was like, I'm not going to have to rely on a man for anything. I'm going to have my own house, my <laughs> car, my own money. Like, I was that woman, right? Remember and we so, said we are going to get penthouses? <laughs> yes, we were going to live in this penthouse, and we were going to have no man, and we were just going to do our thing, right? So that was our vision, just to be honest. Yes, that marriage was, was not in the cards for me. Um, but... <laughs> That was our vision. We got a doorman, all kinds of stuff. Like, we're about to live it up. We're going to be lawyers. Like, yes. we're going to be great. And that was not God. God had another plan. See in the scripture, he said, my days, our days were already written in his book. And those were not what he had written. So that's why that stuff didn't come to pass. But that's, we just share what we had going on. See, we go way yeah. back. You know, so, uh, you know, th- that just wasn't God's plan. And, and it's, it's interesting because, you know, when I did meet my husband and, actually very similar to Yvonne's testimony I too dated my husband for 10 years before we even you know said I do so when we said I do we were already 10 years in so that's a different topic for a different day but I know um, you know my I remember you know when we were taking our premarital classes because that's important too um taking those premarital classes having those conversations a, a, a pastor, a biblically sound pastor that knows the word that's going to help set your marriage up for success before you even start. That is so, so important, whether it's a pastor at your church, a minister, um, licensed ordained minister, th- having those classes are important. So anyway, you know, when we had the classes, you know, um, I expressed that. I expressed that concern to the pastor that was uh, doing our classes, and he really had to, um, you know, comfort me and explain to me that I would not lose my individuality um, as a wife, and, and he backed that with scripture um, to show me that, you know, if anything, you're going to become more of a woman, you're going to become more of an individual once you get married, and that's exactly what happened um, 
with me. There was a lot of aspirations and goals that I had going into my marriage that I was still able to achieve as an individual. Now, the bonus part about that is I didn't have to go into these goals and aspirations alone because my husband is and has always been my biggest cheerleader. And when I was a non-traditional student going to college, not once but twice, and already having kids and things like that, he was that support. And that's exactly what Yvonne was saying. We may not have the same aspirations and goals, but because he loved me, he supported me on my journey, just like yeah. I support him on his journey, just like Yvonne had just described that, you know, she isn't in the cars like that, but that's something her husband is interested in. So that, you know, that's why she supports him. And that's what it's truly about. And and again, that goes back to being one because we're moving in unison. You know what I mean? Yes. I'm seeing what you like, you're seeing what I like, and I'm supporting that. That's moving in unison. So you can still maintain your individuality. You can still, you know, accomplish your your individual goals and things like that. Again, for the betterment of you, but also for the betterment of your family. And I love how you broke that down, Yvonne, when we were talking. Like, yeah, it started out as individual goal, but ultimately the benefits are for your entire family now, for your husband, for your children, things of that nature. Um, So, um, yes, because we have to remember our family when he writes about marriage, he's talking about the unit in the family, the, the children. I think sometimes as husband and wife, they get so wrapped up with their things that are going on. Mm-hmm. You forget for the ones who did have children. You forget that there's other pieces to you. Your, your little cub, I call my kids my cubs, even though they're grown now or whatever, but I still call them my cubs. And so every time I went, I... I, I was going through, you know, um, when we were going through, you know, whatever hard times in our marriage, I always piggyback to my children. Now, granted, I'm not saying, you know, you, wives, if you're in, you know, these abusive marriages, whatever, kids, I'm not saying stay for the kids to make sure they have. I am not saying that. Um, if you are in in these type of dangerous situations, I do advise you to go seek help, leave, take your children. But um, if you're in a marriage and you're just hitting rough spots, you know, remember what you're building. Because at the end of the day, it's not just you two in this marriage. You have brought parts of you into this world that are now your responsibility. And if I look back and there's an inkling that I know that I can make this work and I can, we can fix this, that to me, my opinion and, and what the Lord stands on, what he created family to be, that should be your first priority. Um, and I think sometimes we lose that. We, we lose that because we get so wrapped up in our stuff um, that you forget, you forget. And it's not something that's done on purpose. It's just the way that things are sometimes. So I had to check myself. And what am I trying to build here? I'm trying to build family. Yes, we're going to be going through things. Yes, life isn't easy. Marriage is ebbs and flows. And, and this journey, it's a journey. It's a never ending. When you're in marriage, it's a just like your wedding ring. It's a full circle. It's a covenant. It's a promise that you made to God. That means when them vows said for better or for worse, richer or poorer, for sickness and health, you stand 10 toes down on that. Mm-hmm. I take it very, anybody know me, I take marriage very seriously. It's a covenant that I have made with the Lord and I will uphold that covenant. 
now we talk about unfaithfulness, I'm out of here. You know, I'm packing my bags and I'm leaving. Uh, contract's broken. <laughs> Our contract's broken. But, you know, we're not going to get into that either because, you know, we're not your yeah, own. If you want to stay in a marriage yes. that has been defiled, that yes, is your that choice. is my opinion. Yes, but my opinion, my beliefs. We are on the same page, Yvonne, where that go, comes. When the covenant the is broken. Is, yeah, the bed is defiled, you know, there's there's really nothing else to be said in my opinion yeah the, and that's know, just the bible, me too, the bible's clear you know? on that so yeah so um, but yeah i like that you brought up the fact of you know about the the children and i also like the fact that you brought up the um the accountability piece that sometimes that like, we need to check ourselves and i think yes, that's also absolutely. very important um when it comes to recognizing that we are not the same so yes we can't Here's the thing, ladies, we can't hold ourselves to a standard lower than the standard that we have for our Ooh, husband. I'm going to say now. that one more time for the person in the back or who's logging on late. Um, <laughs> we cannot hold ourselves to a standard lower than that in which we hold our husband to. So meaning that if we hold our husband to a standard that's high, we have these high expectations for our husbands, we expect mm -hmm. them to do this, that, and the other, we too have to hold ourselves to that same standard. Because again, yep. the goal is to move in unison. Yep. Imagine if, you know, that's where the, the term unequally yoke comes from. If you both have yes. a yoke, which is that covenant on you, and you're trying to walk together, you have to walk in unison. Because if yep. you don't walk in unison and you have that that um that yoke, that 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 harness on the both of you and you're trying to move, one is going to be pulling the weight of the other and it's going to cause pain it's going to cause strife it's going to cause struggle it's going and i call that unnecessary pain strife and struggle because mm, yes, a relationship unnecessary but it's unnecessary because if everybody was on the same page we wouldn't have these issues and that's where that communication piece comes in and in order to be a strong communicator ladies we have to be able to check ourselves because yvonne you know We'll get upset and we'll try to be mind readers or we'll expect yep. them to be mind readers. And when they can't read our minds, we'll get upset. We get we'll so mad. We'll be oh, yes. and we walk around with a little attitude <laughs> and we ain't saying nothing. <laughs> we ain't saying nothing to nobody. We ain't saying nothing to the husband or the kids. So now they get on my nerves too. So I'm mad. You know what I'm saying? And, and the husband's like, wait a minute. Is it that time of the month? Like, what's up with her? Why is she acting like this? Um, you know what I mean? Oh and so it, but the, the truth of the matter is we're acting like children. Hello. I'm just going to put it out there. Hello. We're acting like yeah. children because adults know how to communicate. And so in order for us to um, move in unison, but yet maintain that individuality piece that we're talking about, we got to know where we fall short where we're making our husband yeah. carry more of the weight than we're willing to carry ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that is so true. Um, because the last thing you want in your marriage is resentment. And that is a very powerful word because when resentment sets in, it's just like, well, we'll forget it. If he don't get it and da, 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 da. Like, it's just, it, what Chrysler Diva said, then it becomes unnecessary drama, you know, and um, you should be able to voice your opinion. Um, now, granted, will you ever, will you find a common ground sometimes? Sometimes you won't, and sometimes you will. 
but ladies, we have to choose our battles. You know, we can't pick apart every little thing. And I just told Christlet Diva uh, before we got on here, I was like, sometimes if I deem it, it's just like, not, I let him have it. Like, Lord, you can have this one. Like, I'm not even going to go into it. I'm not going to fight. It's not worth it. Just what, does that mean I am um, not considering myself? Absolutely not. Um, because I think with marriage comes compromise. And you should know your husband if something is very important to him. And uh, like we've said before, prior to this, um, getting rid of the combative spirit, you know what I mean? You always don't have to be at blows all the time just just because it's in you, you know? Just let them have it because at the end of the day, you're on the same team um, and you should know, you know, if he wants a, a, a high-priced item and you know it's not going to affect y'all financially and you know that your husband can have it, why are you going to fight him on it? Just because you can it's like, come on, you don't have to do that. You know, just let them have it. And, and they work hard too. They work hard just like we do for the, I'm talking about stay at home moms too. Your job is, is just as essentially hard as ours who go out and do nine to fives or entrepreneurs every day. Um, so yeah, I mean, they should be able to uh, go out and um, do the things that bring them joy, just like me. I'm a purse collector. I, I, you can't see me, but I'm raising my hand. <laughs> I'm a purse collector. I like, you know, my fashion purses that oh. I like to collect in my closet. You know, I like my high price items. Um, but, you know, and, and so that's what I, I have no reason to say, no, he can't have. And I'm over here collecting all these high price purses. Yeah, like $5,000 <laughs> plus the purses worth the purses in, in the closet. closet uh -uh. But I'm telling him, no, he can't have that. Why? Why? What's the reason? unnecessary drama unnecessary drama um that so that, that that part where you said about the um the combative spirit we need to get away from that and then also we got to remember that uh first corinthians chapter four says love keeps no record of wrongs so mm. if you if we are as women you know uh like yvonne said kind of choosing our battles you know and, and letting our husbands have you know their way we're not keeping tallies in the background, right? Like, all right, right. March 4th, I'll let him have this one. So I'm going to put this tally right here. And then, you know, I'm going to keep tallying them up. And I'm going to present it to him like, these are all the times I let you have your way. We're not, we're not doing that, okay? And I jokingly say that, but I'm serious at the same time because I think, it, you know, since we do, do do that, lady, and that's where that combative spirit comes from. Now, if you're always compromising, yeah. maybe we, you know, you need to revisit that. Why are mm -hmm. you always compromising? Are you, yeah. you know, being submissive to your husband does not mean be a pushover. That does not mean that you allow him to treat you like a doormat or a rug. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? No, no, no. That's not what that means. Because Yvonne, she read it. You know, the husband is supposed to love his wife as Christ loves the church. Christ doesn't treat the church like a doormat. He, mm -hmm. um, he um, esteems the church. He holds it to high honor. He wants mm -hmm. it to look good because it's a reflection yes. of him. You yes. know what I mean? So uh, a husband, they're, you know, they shouldn't take advantage of your submissiveness. But yes. at the same time, you know, you, you want to make sure that, yeah, you, you, you compromise when necessary. As Yvonne said, I love that you said that. I want to keep repeating that. Choose your battles. Don't be combative. Definitely don't be keeping tallies in the background. Um, but also just pay attention to situations where maybe you are 
always given in when mm-hmm. in like you've onset at times when you should be saying no i'm going to give you an example ladies if you know that your rent or your mortgage is fifteen hundred dollars and you only have about three thousand dollars in your account at the moment and your husband wants to go buy a flat screen tv for a thousand dollars you know what i'm saying that probably ain't the time especially if your tv work that probably ain't the time to go out and buy a thousand dollar tv when you only got three thousand dollars in your account and you got to go ahead and pay your mortgage or your rent you know what i'm saying that's just called making a dumb decision you know what i mean that's not that's not making a wise decision so in those type of situations you do have to say honey i know you want your your flat screen tv you know and you will get your flat screen tv yeah now is not the time for your flat screen tv yeah we only have three thousand we only have three thousand dollars in the bank and you don't never know what's gonna come up exactly and that's so real to also put that like you're gonna get it just not now and if you have a husband that's a true leader he should be able to look and see, yeah, it does not make sense on paper for me to do this. Because anybody who, you know, anything can pop up, we're not even talking about homeowners. You know, I know uh, situations in our family, you know, where when there's been a death in the family and we have to jump on and go, you know, to different states just to go. And you want to make sure, you know, Mm -hmm. the resources are there when it's time for these things to pop up, you know, and not just, you know, going to like funerals or anything, but when you have children and they're in sports, it it could be anything, you know, they have sporting events and you have to go to the next city over and things like that. Or as my right now, my air conditioner don't work. It's a hundred degrees in Texas. Man, we're going to get her out. She's, She's coming out tomorrow. And it's like, yes, thank you, Jesus, for saying that because she sure got me in tomorrow morning. And, you know, you just never know when things are going to pop up. So you should never be, you know, catering to your husband and then put your home, catering to your husband, but then your home is affected in a negative way. Come on, somebody. If that husband is a true leader, he knows if it's going to affect that home in a negative way, he would not go and get a $1,000 TV when you know that you need a cushion plus rent. So you need to reevaluate there, you know, and if your husband is not good with the books, you make sure you're good with the books and then, you know, let him know, hey, this is what we got. Like uh, Chrysler Diva said, this can't happen right now. You know, if we continue to put such money aside outside, you know, our necessary things. We can get you a TV fund. We can put some money in and a little fun. You get a little TV fund going. And then when you reach like your that. point, you go get your TV. That's, I mean, it's simple stuff like that. You that's know what I mean? real. You know what? That is so <laughs> real, Yvonne. That is so real because that actually, I just had the thought of how we can close this thing out. I want us to talk about, Yvonne, how we can move in unison as one and be not the same because you just really brought that up. You know, I think of, you know, me and my husband, we are so different, like night and day. And I think, not I think, I know that's what attracted him to me. That's, you know, y'all, we, y'all just heard our vision. I had a vision of being in a penthouse single and not being married. And now here I am married, three kids and living, you know, I ain't living in no penthouse. That's for sure. So, you know, how did that whole vision change? And this man is so different from me. I think that's what makes it work. That's why we're able to move in unison because we're so different and our different, our differences, check this, complement one another. Mm. They don't 
they're not resistant against one another, but they complement one another. So my husband, you know, like I said, I had to learn how to read his nonverbal cues. He's more laid back. I'm more like, let's go jump out of a plane. You know, I'm more spontaneous and do things like that. And he's like, did you count that? Did you count the cost before you did that? You know, you have three kids. Did you fill out those life insurance papers? Before you decided to just go bungee jumping out of a plane? You know, he's more like laid back and rational like that. And I love that about him because he makes me think twice before I do things now. You know what mm. I mean? Where before I would just like wing stuff. And so, and then also when you talk about finances, Yvonne, cool. coming into the relationship, I be, I'm going to be totally honest, lady. I was terrible with finances. Oh God! Because yes. I had a here. Here's the thing: I had a poor man mentality. So when you grow up with That's good. not a lot of stuff, when you do get money, you think you got to spend, 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 spend. So Ooh, that here's is so the thing: good. I look. Not, like I had some money, but I had a bad credit score. <laughs> I, you know, I was That's broke, so you know what I'm saying? Cause I was partying all the time and I wasn't properly managing my money where, you know, he also came from, you know, the struggle. I'm just going to keep it 100. He came from the struggle, but because of where he came from, he learned how to budget early on. You know what I mean? And so he was able to bring those budgeting skills into a relationship with this wild spinaholic party girl and teach me how to become a better money manager and Ooh. that I think was essential to us building the life that we have together now is you know seeing his strength and seeing my weaknesses and see how we could put that together to like I said move in unison and now you know, we have a, a beautiful home, beautiful, nice size home. I don't got that negative 425 credit score anymore. <laughs> you know, I, I have a nice car in the driveway and I'm not broke, you know what I'm saying? But I, I live within my means. So um, it was just, again, learning how to identify each other's strengths and weaknesses and put them together so we can move in unison. And Yvonne, Amen. how would you like to close this thing out? I mean, you, you, you just segued right into that. Like, um, ladies, you know, Remember, you're on the same team. I have to reiterate. Remember, you're on the same yes. team when things, even when hard things come, you're not fighting with him. I mean, against him, you're fighting with him. So it's like when you come up against um, adversities in your marriage, which you will, because no marriage is perfect. And I said in the trailer, Hallmark, I love you. The Hallmark is a liar. We are not going at the end of the movie kissing, <laughs> living happily ever after. No, there will be money issues, kids issues, mm -hmm. uh, in-law issues. There will be so many things that come with marriage um, throughout the course. Because remember, this is a journey. I mean, especially if you're 40, 50 years in, just think about all those things some of these people have went through to get to 50 years. I'm pretty sure that we're skipping La 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 to Candyland for 50 years married. I'm sorry. If, if if somebody does, I would love to hear how you got to 50 years. Please come and, and give us the wisdom that you got because I know um, the 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 battles that me and my husband went through. I think it makes us stronger uh, now because it shows that we can withstand anything. Um, so wrapping up, um, I like to thank you guys for tuning in. Um, this is our first podcast. I pray that you come um, for the second one. And just remember, you know, you, you, there's love in marriage. You know, mm -hmm. it's just not all about, you know, the finances, the kids, the this, the that, the love. 
I, me, me and Christ led people always say, remember the why. Remember the why. And sometimes life gets so ahead of us that why gets gets packed all the way back underneath all oh, the coats so and, and, and yeah, the furniture yeah. you threw away. Peel off those layers and remember the why. You know what I mean? Um, somebody once told me at my job was like, you always have this smile on your face when you talk about your husband. Because when I think about all we went through to where we are now, he still brings me joy. He brings me total joy. And I love that man. That doesn't say he doesn't tap dance on my last nerve. Ooh, he does. <laughs> but I know that he loves me. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, he will always be there for me. And that's vice versa. There's nothing I wouldn't give him, you know, but that's built, that's sustainability, y'all. Mm -hmm. So remember when you're going through your hard times, remember the why, you know, remember the why. So that's I what that. I have, Christ led you. Remember the why. That's awesome. Well, you guys, we have so much more in store for you guys. And I am just thinking about everything that was discussed on today's podcast i'm just excited and i'm not just saying i'm excited no i am excited <laughs> for the the topics and the discussions that we have coming down the pipe so this is just the start and yvonne i think that we um really got those jitters off you know because i know we had the jitters you know at first or whatever starting off and i, yeah. I believe we got those jitters off and we were just re really able to dig into this thing and talk about how we can truly be one and still yeah. not be the same and how right. not being the same is a compliment it's not yes. it's not it's, it's not an issue that we're not the same um it's a compliment because we yes. better one another when we're not the same because we can move in unison and so I I really enjoyed this podcast. So just remember, as Yvonne said, every Wednesday we are dropping a new episode. You do not want to miss the episodes that we drop. If you enjoyed this podcast, even if you did enjoy it, share it anyway. Share it anyway. Share because subscribe. Oh my, <laughs> subscribe. Subscribe. Oh, that because I'm telling you, someone is going to be blessed by this podcast. Uh, thousands of people we're proclaiming right now are going to be millions of people. I see you, Lord. You said your vision's too small. Millions of people are going to be blessed by this podcast because what we're doing is we're putting Christ back in the center of marriage. And I'm so excited about that. We're going to go ahead and we're going to do this on every podcast. We are going to pray out of this bad boy. So Yvonne, I'm going to ask you to go ahead and pray us out uh, because you did a fabulous job leading this topic. So uh, let me just hear uh, what the Lord has put on your heart to close us out today. Okay. Uh, Lord, thank you for this time. I pray that uh, our words um, directed by you have fallen on the hearts of so many. Um, I believe marriage today, it, it, it's, it's become more complicated than it has to be. But Lord, once we put you in the center of it and we, we stand 10 toes down on what your word says, Lord, that doesn't mean that uh, we won't have trials and tribulations in our marriage, but we know that we can rest in you and turn to you and, and know where our help comes from. So, Lord, we ask you to bless the people that are listening to this podcast, bless their marriages, and, and, and to keep them remembering the why. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. That was so good. Amen, amen, amen. So, you guys, we thank you again for tuning in. 
Um, again, every Wednesday, be looking for the link to drop. Subscribe to the podcast. The link will be dropping on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Christ Led Diva. Go to ChristLedDiva.com. Uh, you'll find a lot of great information there also about the podcast as well as some other things that are going on uh, with, with the Christ Led Diva ministry. But, yeah. It will be, and, it will be on all podcast platforms, right? All all podcast platforms. Apple. There we go. For Android users, shout out to Android users. <laughs> Even though she's an Apple person, shout out to Apple Podcasts, please. Thank yes, you. It'll be it'll be on the Apple Podcast too, okay? But no, it'll be on all your major podcasts. So be looking for it there. Make sure you subscribe, share, Spotify. It will be there as well. So make sure you guys. T-